Welcome to another episode of Rich in Relationship. And we are continuing the series on creating a soulmate level relationship or explode your marriage is what we called it in the beginning. And you may recall that we started out defining that there are five levels of relationship. There's conflict, coping, cooperation, synergy, and soulmate on the top. And we pointed out that soulmate is something we create. We are causal, we create. And what keeps us from moving up the relationship ladder are basically seven deadly habits. We mentioned criticism, blame, complaining, nagging, uh, threatening, withholding, and bribing. And we said in the last episode that we want to replace it with eight caring lessons, supporting, encouraging, listening, accepting, trusting, respecting, and negotiating difference. Like those are the caring habits. But we also pointed out in the last episode that all of us relationship coaches and all these relationship books that you might be reading and blogs and video blogs and podcasts, we all make it sound real easy. Oh, all you got to do is make a decision. That's all. Just make a decision. And you can just throw out a lifetime of thinking and being and relating and bring in a whole new way of doing it just like that. Well, this episode is about that. How do we turn that corner? And I'm going to tell you, it is as simple as snapping your fingers. It is as simple as snapping your fingers. But it can be really emotionally challenging. And this episode is all about how do you turn that corner? Okay, so let's start out with why might it be challenging? And the reason is that when we behave in a way that's controlling or when we're fearful or when we're blaming or when we're leaning into any of the seven deadly habits, it's because there is a lifetime of learning that backs that up, right? It's the, our behavior in relationships has to do with how we were raised. How did our parents relate to each other? How did our grandparents relate to each other? What are the models for relationship that we've seen? What are the personal hurts that we have, the triggers that we have? What are the things that set us off? Like those reasons, the reason why there are deadly habits is we've been doing them a long time. And maybe we're not the only ones who've been doing them a long time. We learn these habits from our parents and they learn them from their habits, uh, from their parents and their parents learn them from their parents. It's a general, these are generational negative habits. And so if it's been going on for generations, what makes Rich think that you can change it like that? All right, let's talk about how change happens. When you go to a therapist, Let's say you go to a therapist and you've got a really bad habit. Let's pick, um, you drink too much. Let's go there. You go to the therapist and you start out saying, hey, 
I have all these problems in my life. Um, I'm having trouble saving money. People don't want to be around me a lot of the time. Um, you know, they at work, they think I'm a little irresponsible and I'm doing my best. I, you know, I, I just don't understand what the problem is. And you talk to the therapist, you, like session one, session two. All right, let's talk about what's going on at work. Oh, what's going on at work is um, sometimes I have trouble showing up. You know, I, I get angry easily. Da, 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 da. Session two, that's session two. Session three. Oh, what makes me get What's keeping me from showing up? Um, sometimes I oversleep. I'm having a problem with sleep. Session four. Oh, why am I having a problem with sleep? Oh, oh you know, sometimes I go out on the weeknights and I really shouldn't. Uh, session five, what am I doing? Oh, yeah, sometimes I go drinking with my friends. Sometimes I'm just watching TV late at night. How much do I drink? Oh, I only have a couple of drinks. Session six, <laughs> you know, like, and that's how this is. This is how it goes, right? Finally, after about 15 sessions, depending on the therapist, they start to see the, how the pieces fit together. Oh, wait a minute. You're having trouble showing up at work because you're having trouble getting out of bed because you drink a couple of drinks. Oh, wait a minute. You're having trouble maintaining a relationship because... Your boyfriend says that when you drink, you go through a character change. Mm. Oh, uh, wait a minute. Your family doesn't want to talk to you because when you go to family events and you have a couple of drinks, sometimes you're belligerent and hostile. You know, you might, after about 15 sessions, you might have a problem with alcohol. And you say to the therapist, screw you, I have a problem with alcohol. It's all of them, right? And then you go out and you uh, you try religion and um, everything gets good for a while because you stop drinking while you're religious. But you, after three months, you find something wrong with the religion. And so you leave and then you start drinking again and all the problems come back. And then you try moving uh, and you move to a different city and everything's good for a little while until everyone that, until you get comfortable and start drinking the way you used to again. And then finally, one day, somebody says to you, hey, you know what? I used to have a problem like yours um, and I went to get help and now I don't have that problem today. And you think, wow, that's kind of interesting because I've been really wrestling with this. You know, uh, the therapist got it wrong. Um, the religion didn't work. Moving didn't work. My family's a mess. But this person has the same problem as me. And they got some kind of help. What kind of help did you get? Oh, AA? All right. And you go to, and you go to AA and you go there unwillingly. Right? You know, and they say to you, the only requirement for membership is a desire to stop drinking. That's all. You don't have to stop drinking. You just have to have a desire. You go, I can do that. You know what? I have a desire to stop drinking because that might be the problem. Well, the second that you go... That's okay. I have a desire to stop drinking. You've made a decision, right? And you stop drinking and then you do what they say, right? This is an example of uh, changing a habit. Now, how long did it take to make that decision? Did it take 16 sessions of therapy, a religion, a couple of city changes, rejection by your family to make that decision? Or did it just take going to a, go to a meeting, recognizing that you had a problem that they could help you with and making the, the decision happen like that? The decision happens like that. It's getting to the place where you can make the decision that's the challenge. All right, so let's roll that back to what we're talking about today. You are in a relationship that's high conflict or maybe you're just coping and you want to move it to the next level. 
And the reason is that she doesn't clean enough. She doesn't appreciate how hard you work for your money. She doesn't spend enough time with the kids. In fact, she doesn't work, but you've got a full-time 50-hour-a-week nanny in there, and she can barely function in the freaking PTA. That's the problem, right? That's not the problem. The problem is that you've got seven deadly habits that are centered in controlling and changing her. You've got criticism, blame, complaining, nagging, threatening, withholding and bribing going on. And you just can't freaking get off it. And all it's gonna take for you to get off it is a decision. The decision that you can change yourself, how you're being, therefore what you're doing when you're with her, therefore what you're having in your relationship. You just get that the second that you make that decision, everything changes. The guy who goes to AA and decides he's gonna stop drinking, the second he stops drinking, he starts showing up to work on time. The second he stops drinking, he's got more money. The second he stops drinking, he's not as belligerent. Now there's a lot of other stuff he's got to do to, to get rid of his bad habits. But the second he makes that decision, changes start to happen. And the same is true in our relationship. Now, does that mean that when he changes, makes that decision, that suddenly he's going to love his work and that everyone around him is going to be his bestie? No, there's a lot of other changes that happen, but it's the decision and the changing of being that leads to the doing and the having. And that's the first step for you. Now, once you've made that decision, the question is, what do you do with it? How do we make the shift from being critical, blaming, complaining, nagging, threatening, withholding, and bribing to becoming supporting, encouraging, listening, occupying, trusting, respecting, and negotiating difference? Once we make that decision, what are we going to do to let go of all that old baggage that we learned from our parents, that they learned from their parents, that they learned from their parents, that like is generational? <clears throat> We've made the decision. How are we going to let go of it? It's kind of ingrained in our unconscious mind, right? The reason why it's been so hard to let go of is it's been a part of the unconscious mind for generations, been embedded in our unconscious mind. Unconscious mind is the operating system. It's, it's what makes the decisions. And when a certain behavior gets locked down in the unconscious mind, then the unconscious mind believes that it's helpful and we don't challenge it, then that goes on and on. So now we've made the decision. We're ready to challenge our unconscious mind. How do you let go of it? Well, you there's a couple of ways. One is you can, uh, we've done tons of work with people on this. First, we help them to identify their triggers. Like what are the things they're sensitive about? What are the things that bring up their blame and anger that bring up those habits? Um, and we give them strategies for not engaging in those habits. And we give them strategies for slowly replacing the negatives with the positives. Um, and as they develop those strategies, they start to make the emotional shift and their slow change from critical to supporting, from blaming to encouraging, from complaining to listening, from nagging to accepting, from threatening to trusting, from withholding to uh, 
to respecting and from bribing to negotiating difference, slowly but surely you, you start to make that shift. And it's a long, it takes time. It takes, it takes usually 12 weeks in one of our typical programs to make that shift. Another way you can do it is you can do deep work quickly through uh, something called timeline therapy or mental and emotional release. We've talked about in some of the other episodes. Mental and emotional release is where you spend an intensive eight to 12 hours exploring where did those patterns come from, exploring how are they built up in our unconscious mind and allowing, opening up ways for the unconscious mind to re recognize that those patterns are no longer needed and be open to new ones. And then you've got three, six months of bringing in the new ones, right? Because you got to fill in, once you let go of the old emotion, you got to bring in the new. So that's a couple of ways that you can do that, right? And once you start doing that, once you make that decision and start taking those actions, what happens? Well, first, your partner is going to notice when the negative emotion is minimized, when you do less and less of the, of the deadly habits, they're going to notice that right away. And they're going to go, hmm, what's happening there? And when you start doing more and more of the positive habits, what's going to happen there? They're going to go, hmm, what's that? And they're going to wonder, is that real? And depending on how long you've been stuck at this emotional level together, it may take about that. It may take a, a month or two months. For every year that you've been stuck, it might take a couple of months, let's say, for you to bounce out of it. So if you've been doing it for five years, it might take 10 months. 10 years might take 20 months, but it's going to change. You're going to notice a change month after month. You're going to notice incremental changes as you move along on those tracks. But don't think that the relationship itself will change overnight. There are going to be two steps forward, one back, step back experiences, opportunities for you to explore. Did I not clean this out as completely as possible? Is this some of my old behavior coming back? Or have I not incorporated the new behavior adequately yet? That's all there for you to explore. And when you engage on this course, what you're gonna find is you're gonna start moving. First, the conflict will become less and less. And then the cooperation is gonna start becoming more. And you're gonna move out of that space of conflict and coping to cooperation. And as the cooperation becomes more and more, as you find ways to work together, you find ways to negotiate difference you're gonna find that you start to experience synergy in your lives. And as, these, as the tensions lessen and the working together increases, it's gonna start accelerating rapidly. And you will start systematically creating your soulmate relationship. And there are steps, like once, there are steps that'll help you with this. There are ways to exercise, supporting, encouraging, listening, accepting and trusting and respecting and negotiating difference. There's ways to do that systematically, which we have. And we're going to cover that in future episodes, in upcoming episodes. So listen up, you know, make sure you subscribe, make sure you like, make sure you whatever you need to do to make sure that you're going to get the next episode. The next episode is going to tell you as you start bringing in those caring habits, what are things you can do once you start being supporting, encouraging, listening, accepting, trusting, respecting, and negotiating difference. What do you need to do so that you can have that soulmate level experience? As always, you can email me, rich at richinrelationship.com, direct message me, whatever, any way you want to connect. Happy to talk to you. Have a great day. Yeah.